Welcome back to another week, another episode of the Food Joint Podcast with Mills and P. I'm your man P. It's your boy Mills. So as you can see, some things have changed. Setup change. Mm-hmm. Y'all can actually put the face to the name now mm-hmm. and say these two handsome young fellas. They know they got they got something going on. You should know that. So I'm um, excited, excited for this week's episode. What about you? Man, listen, you know how I go when I go radio silent, I got some shit cooking. Yeah. This is one of them times. Yeah, because we uh we had so much already done. Yeah. That we were able to take like a little break and a mini, mini vacay from the pot. Y'all may not believe it. But, like, we don't talk every day. Like, we went, what, almost, like, two weeks between work and yeah. just taking a break. Then it was like, all right, you know, it's time to get back to work. And I was like, I, psh, I was waiting on you. Yeah, and the first, it was, uh, all right, listen, time to get back to work. I was like, all right. And you ain't hear nothing. Then I was like, bro, we got the studio. Yeah, right? <laughs> he was like, listen, you never FaceTime me in the, the 10, almost 20 year plus, like, friendship. You never FaceTime me. You FaceTime me. I'm like... I'm not answering this, man. I know what this is about. And I called you Did back. Did you know what it was about? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I had a Yeah, because, you know, you send me a random text and it's like, hey, yo, look, make sure you bring your A++ game mm-hmm. and you're comfortable. And I'm like, that's super vague. Like, what does that mean? But you knew what it meant, though. I had an idea. Uh-huh. And then when I called you and it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we all right, cool. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, so let's get right into it. What'd you eat this week? So, you know, classic nibbler by nature. Yeah, of course. Nature Um, of the business. I just had some, actually, you know what? We had had an event the other day, and I said, I'm just going to eat while I'm at work. Mm -hmm. And I had some honey glazed salmon. Sounds amazing. Yeah, with um, little veggies and a dinner roll, but on some fat boy shit. I made a, a sandwich. sandwich. How do I know? I cut, How do I, know? I cut that dinner roll open, put that salmon in there. I know you did. Man, let me tell you. Listen, I feel you. Sometimes it's just it's the simple things, man. But listen, I'm in the corner, like, fucking this joint up. Uh-huh. And one of my coworkers is like, dang, Pat, you going to breathe? <laughs> so, and you talking about you being in the gym. I can't tell. <laughs> Damn, that's right. a little personal. Yeah, she a hater. That's crazy. Yeah, she oh. a hater. So remember a couple episodes back when you and your mom asked a question? Yeah. So, and then a couple episodes back, we talked about like our three favorite places. Yeah. Went to Tiffin, dog. You went to Tiffin? I went to Tiffin. Got me a little lamb sock, some veggie samosas. I'm convinced that that meal in particular is like one of your favorite meals, show. It is not even close, bro. It's top 10 for sure. Because since we've started the pod, this is like the third or fourth time that meal in particular has come up. I'm going to tell you why. Because you know I got like, I keep saying I got the taste buds of a six-year-old. I randomly was just like, let me get that. And then from that point on, it was like, it's my go-to. Okay. You know what I mean? And then I got some little little fish cakes. Okay. Okay. What kind of fish? I don't know what kind of fish it was. Really? I couldn't I couldn't even tell you. Mm. It had a little cottage, little haddock-ish taste to it. But how are they shaped? Like you ever seen conch fritters? Yeah. Shaped just like that, but flat. Okay, okay. So it was that it was delicious, man. So let's get into some motivational. Yeah. What you got, man? All right. So this week Motivate the people. My motivational mic drop is some of the best revenge. Is to become the person that nobody thought you would be able to become. That's a fact. The best revenge 
is to become the person that nobody thought you would be able to become. Mm -hmm. And that can hit hard for everyone because everybody is at a, uh, a different, everybody's on their own journey, right? but everybody is someplace in the mix. Yeah. And you know, you can be closer to attaining your goal. You can just be starting. You could have fallen off and you've mm. got to start over. Whatever your situation is, there's people that will always try to find a way to remind you that no matter how hard you try, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll never elevate or right. you'll, this is who you are. But that doesn't have to be true. We're humans. We're ever evolving. Exactly. So once you become the person that nobody thought you would become, you don't got to do nothing else. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Yeah, like you won. Take this take this plate of, I, I, take this plate of, I made it. Exactly. <laughs> so that would be my motivational mic drop to the people to, uh, for this week. I fucked with that. So my motivational mic drop for this week is uh, in a relationship, you spend half the time breaking up. Wow. So I'm sitting there thinking about like, how can I motivate the people? But it's just like, nah, you just give some advice and you let them take what they want from it. Right. So when I say like in a relationship, you spend half the time breaking up, it's like, we'll just take the culinary industry. Okay. Yeah, I'm sick of, sick of it. I spent so long loving it. And then the moment I was like, I don't really like it anymore. Mm -hmm. That's when the breakup started. Okay. So play so, on words. Play on words. So it's just like, you know, sometimes it's okay to pivot and move into something else. It doesn't matter what your relationship is. Could be like your relationship with... Stop eating me and become a vegetarian. Like, yeah. how much time did you put into thinking about it before you did it? Not long. It was quick. Damn, just shit on my my, my fault. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't long. All but, right, but yeah, honestly, it was one of those things where I didn't even plan on doing it. Okay. A friend of mine was going vegan, and he was like, "Yo, you should do this with me." And I'm like, "Oof." That's a lot. It's tough. I said, I'll, I'll go pescatarian, mm -hmm. but I don't know if I can do the whole vegan thing. Yeah. And, bro, we had a conversation, and the very next day, I stopped. Cold turkey? Yeah. You're a strong, you're a strong dude, yeah. Mind you, I'm at work Smelling. frying wings, <laughs> and I'm like, one more for the road? And I'm like, no, because if I eat this wing, I'm going to eat another one and another mm -hmm. one and yeah. another one, and I'm never going to stop. I got you. Cold turkey. Most people, most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, I'd imagine. You went how long eating a certain way and then to just stop? Bruh, listen. I'm like three, tough, I'm, th I'm three years in now. Three That's years in. If anybody is like, well, I can't tell. <laughs> listen, I, I be snacking. I do. I still get my snack on, but. When I was vegan, I gained 10 pounds. But it's a different kind of weight you put in them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I bet you're not walking around all sluggish and like feeling heavy. No, listen, me and this spare tire, we be moving. <laughs> we move I out. I feel you. Yeah, so, we definitely move out. I got you. So, topic for the week is, remember I sent you that article about Noma. Yeah. Noma is closing people. And in the article, it was discussing their issue was labor. Mm-hmm. And how... They couldn't maintain the maximum. The maximum. What output. was the exact word? It was unsustainable. Unsustainable. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Okay. Well, my thoughts as a whole, reading the article and then reading all of 
testimonies per se mm-hmm. from you know the former staff that worked there. Yeah. If I didn't know better or know how this place was like historically great, mm-hmm. I would think it's a terrible place to work. Oh, vegetarian by the way, like a vegan. I believe vegan, if I'm not mistaken. Vegan or vegetarian? What? They don't do any meat in Noma. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh shoot! Still like, yeah. Like I like I thought reading the article. How do they work there? Yeah, because it's a level of I just have to be around it. Mm-hmm. I gotta learn as much as I can. To who do they think I am? Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I didn't sign up for this, but they know <laughs> I want to be here and I want to learn. Uh-huh. So then they get exploited. Yeah, you know. On one hand, it says you'll be here from one to nine, but then you there from one to one mm-hmm. and you're doing everything under the sun. But then your pay, if you're getting paid, isn't reflecting all of the hours and all of the work mm-hmm. you put in. And we are past the point of paid and unpaid internships. Yeah. Did you re- you remember how much when they finally started paying the interns? How much yeah. Yeah. 50 grand. Yeah. They went up in labor and labor. An extra 50 grand on top of what they're paying. And I'm sure they weren't paying their salary managers and their chef. I'm sure they weren't paying them properly. No, no, absolutely not. That, if they were being paid properly, that 50 grand would have been an easy 300. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So it was like me reading it because, you know, we talked about it. We watched The Bear. I saw the article come up and I'm like, no, nah, let me let me see what's going on, really going on. So right. they said unsustainable it meant we can no longer do unpaid internships. Mm-hmm. We have to pay people properly and mm-hmm. we have to work them properly. Mm-hmm. And so much of I'm assuming so much of their labor force was just kids that just want to make it. Yeah, you know, I just, yeah. I just got out of culinary school. I get to work at Noma. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's a huge flex to have on your resume. What? Yeah, for sure. Like, you I, know how many doors is going to open because of that? Perfect example. My first year, I got one of them places on my resume, and I worked for free. Okay. But I wasn't kill- I wasn't doing what I imagined what they was doing. A part of the article said that they were in the alley plucking feathers off of ducks in the rain. Hazing, which is a whole nother conversation in the kitchen itself. Like, like bruh, I'm not signing up for that. But you don't really... You don't and really I, and know I mean, what to expect, though. In a sense, we're not signing up for it like they're going to tell me I'm going to do that. But signing up for that in a sense of when I'm there, it's like, hey, look, I need you to go outside and do this. But you won't, and I wouldn't. And I'm like, bro. How like, many people would, though? That's how they was getting over. How many yeah. people was going to do it? Don't worry about it, chef. I got it. I'll take care of it. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Hey, send him home. Mind you, chef in the back of his head is probably like, dickhead. <laughs> like this idiot. Yeah, right? Like It's like on. like kitchen hazing and culinary hazing. I've seen it light where it's like, yo, go, I need a I need two buckets of steam. Go like right now. Two buckets of steam. And people do it. And I've seen it real bad where it's like, I need you to shuck two thousand oysters. Yeah, that probably would have been my last day. I'm for sure. That no. person came back. I was like, you don't you don't gotta do that. And I'm Sue at the time. And like that's kinda like you can't undermine your chef, but I'm like, you don't, you don't gotta do that. Do a hundred. But chef is gonna do a hundred. So yeah, it was just like reading that article and just having hearing the testimonies of people who used to work there, who are 
like in the process of leaving and they're just like seeing what's outside of it, they like, man, no, that's not what life should have been. The dude was like, yo, how am I supposed I'm married with two kids. I think he was making like twelve dollars an hour in New York City. That's peanuts. That's less than peanuts. Like you That's like know. the bag of nuts you get on the plane for a snack. <laughs> the little, the little joke. Yeah. Bro, it was insane reading that, yo. And I heard they're going to be doing pop-ups. Which is a better market for them. Yeah, they're going to be doing pop-ups. I guess if you follow their social media, they'll let you know like where they're going to be. Because mm-hmm. they're going to go all across the country. Yeah, but... Actually, I want to say they're going to be going global, like around the world. Because mm-hmm. last I checked, the gentleman and his wife uh, are in Japan. Oh, well, see. Right now. So, I mean, it's that's a better... Because it's such a... It's a big brand, but it's such a niche thing that they do that they will make way more money. Two or three chefs. Y'all do like a, I can't remember the name of it, but you do you serve like three or four things. Mm-hmm. People charge people a thousand dollars and call it a day. You clean up that way. You don't even really got to worry about like, you got to pay the rent for the building. Got to pay the premium for the gas, premium for electricity, premium yeah. for air, like equipment, repair, things break. So... They save way more money that way. Now it doesn't erase the fucked up shit they was doing. No, no, absolutely not. That karma. And I think this is their karma too. Like we taking this business from you because you don't deserve it. You know, if you believe in the higher power in the universe. Right. But that's their karma too. You can't treat people like shit and make millions on their blood, sweat, and tears. So I'm inclined to agree because that thing, man, what they did, it's almost like somebody committing war crimes yes but then they spend they spend the rest of their life doing philanthropy philanthropy work yeah it's like the damage is done already yeah you stole all the diamonds like it's too late no amount of good deeds after the fact can erase everything that happened before that Mm -hmm. and it was some shit that happened in there there's a lot of people that'll turn a blind eye it was a lot of blind eye turning in there, boy. You got to only imagine. Like, even with me, like, the, the some of the higher upper echelon places I work, my blackness wouldn't let me turn a blind eye to some of it. But that's what I mean. Like, my, like it's like, that ain't... Like that, your pride, mm-hmm. you know, it was just like, bro, like, thank you for the opportunity, but who do you think I am? Yo, listen, it's going to be my tales, but... Okay, <laughs> you made, right. You made me think of something about just your pride, just like, nah, I'm not going for it. I don't blame you, man. Yeah, bro. So, yeah, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, man. That's what you got, man. I heard you got you got you got something new. Yeah, so I figure the show was already jam-packed as it is. Yeah, we do a lot. In and <laughs> I said, you know what? To kind of minimize the banter, mm-hmm. let's just put something in there so we have a filler. For sure. So I was thinking, you know what, a QA. Just me and you. And I'll tell our viewers slash listeners what they can do afterwards. Mm-hmm. So each episode, we'll ask each other a question and, you know, we'll answer it to the best of our ability. For sure. So for the first Q&A, mm-hmm. my question for you is if you could go back in time mm-hmm. to the beginning of your career what advice would you give younger Mills to maybe put you on a different trajectory as far as how your career has gone or 
would you not say anything and just let you figure it out? Go finish college. Go finish college? Go finish college. Because okay. there's already a glass ceiling because you're black. Right. There's a that glass ceiling of you, you don't got a degree. Right. It's even crazier. Okay. Okay. So I would just, at least, even if I went back and just got a regular. Like an associate? Yeah, regular associates or general studies, bachelor's in general studies, like just something regular, just go finish school. Like, just to have that piece just of to paper. Have, just to have that receipt. Right. <laughs> to right. say, like, yo, like, yeah, I went here. Because not for nothing, you know, I got far in this business, but at this point, I'm noticing they're like, you didn't graduate? That conversation and that tone, then it's like, you know, it's like, uh, so what, maybe so, we'll so, look somewhere else. So like, do they look at you like almost like a, uh, what's it called? When you, like a quota hire? Like, oh, we had, they had to reach oh, a quota. Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah, they yeah. Hi, they hired the black guy. What is it called? It's a, it's a proper term. It is a proper term. I cannot think of it, though. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They look, they look at you every other way, then maybe he's just exceptional. Got you. Maybe I'm just that good. You, you know which one I hate the most, though? What? Who does he know? He has to know somebody to be in the position that you're in. Well, I'll give you a story. So let's go back to the last hotel I worked at. So one of the salespeople was like doing that. Like, who does he know? Mm. Like, who does he know? Why did GM hire him? So I'm probably there for like three weeks. Okay. Have a tasting. I go out, talk to the people. And they were like, do you know, do you know Gus? I was like, yeah, that's my guy. Now, Gus, shout out to Gus. One of my old servers. He was like, he told us to come here and said that, like, to ask for you. So the salesperson was like, who the fuck are you? Like, she gave me the look, like, who are you? And I was like, no, like, you know, me and Gus used to work together. Okay. It happened again the next week. Another couple. With the same salesperson? Same salesperson, but different people. Okay. They, and they didn't even know each other. They Now they asked me about somebody else. Okay. You know, you used to work with such and such? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how you doing? Oh, my God. Like, I know there's a reason why we came here. Happened the following week. It happened four weeks in a row. And so she was getting now. madder and madder and madder. It was hilarious. She was turning red? Yeah, because she's just like... Who is this who, guy? Who are you? She like... Trying to, you know, like, when I'm at work, I'm literally there to work and go home. Right. I'm not there to converse about my personal private life. Right. So she would just be like, you know, so where'd you work at before here? I used to work, you know, at this place. How'd you get in there? I applied. Well, you know, what is your, what does your family do? They work. Just trying to figure out, like, there's no way. And I was, I just turned 30. And she couldn't fathom, like. So she was trying to treat you like the token. Almost in a sense Almost, where, it's yeah, like, yeah. where it's like he has to be connected because there's no way he can just come in here and get this job on his own. Right. And then it's just like there's still a little bit of the naive now. Later, I kind of understood. She, right. What I understood, what it was the black thing and who do you know? But it was also like she was like probably like 15, 20 years older than me. The whole management team, like senior level management within old, everybody was... 30 and under. So she was the only old one, per se. She wasn't the only one, but she was the only one that was like, why do these kids get to like, their kids, like, they can't do this. I should be where they're at. And mm. it's like, nah. Mm-mm. My food and beverage director was 26. Damn. Food and beverage director was 26. Food and beverage manager, no, I'm sorry, banquet manager, he was 23. Director, sales director, I think she was like 29. All And everybody looked different. 
Meanwhile, this chick was like 45, mm-hmm. mad at the world because mm-hmm. she's stuck in her position because she probably didn't apply herself the way she should have. She didn't take advantage of her whiteness. No. At all. It was like, <laughs> if I'm a token, so what? I'm going to take advantage of it. Right. It just helps that we go back to when I say never say die, I'm going to always outwork everybody. Right, right. And so, you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my Q&A question to you is, now that you're on the other side, you're on the, the culinary side of it, what's one thing you learned? Well, let me rephrase that. What's one thing you took from being a manager that you brought over to the culinary side? Because you were in management first, and then you came to being culinary. Right. One thing I brought over to the other side with me would probably be know your staff's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. What I mean by that is not in a sense of how they do their job, but how to manage them as people. Right. Because some people, you can be as live and direct with them as you want to be because that's what they that's what they crave. Mm -hmm. That's what they need to excel. They need you to be on the ass. For sure. Some people you got to coddle because some people are overly emotional. I'll never use the W word weak. I don't like using oh, okay. I, I, got you. I don't, yeah, I don't no, like yeah. using the word weak when it comes to mm-hmm. talking about staff and your coworkers and everything else, even though it may be true. Right. You still I still want to treat them with a level of respect that I would want them to treat me with. Mm-hmm. But just knowing how to manage a team, you know, and knowing that I don't have to say anything to them because I know that they're gonna do what needs to be done. Right. Let them do let them go. Mm-hmm. Over here might have to remind them once or twice. This person, I got to be on, I got to be on his hip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you cannot absolutely people, future chefs, chefs, cooks, whoever, if you're in this business and you are placed in a position, a leadership position, you cannot manage everybody the same. Hey, listen, it took me a long time to learn that. I learned that like that just based off of where we were. And how Floss ran things. Yeah. And how she did this. Like, it was like clockwork. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I wish I was old enough to understand what she was doing. And I look back, I'd be like, damn. She really was like playing the system and it was working and she was getting the most out of people. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I will say this though, mm -hmm. and you may or may not agree Floss's system that she had in place was so genius. But I don't think her system would have been as successful as it was if she didn't have Wanda and Jean. Yeah. Like, like they were they were the catalyst to what she was trying to implement. And them three, it was like the three headed monster. Yeah. Them three together was like okay. Like that was my favorite management team. Like the Migos. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I don't. I don't, know, I don't you, know who was who. who. Yeah, it depend on what day it was. Yeah, because Gene, Gene, like, not like people like don't take this like don't run with it. Gene, I would have to, if I had to say who was who. Gene was takeoff. Floss was Quavo, and Wanda was Offset. I can see it. You can see it. I can see it. Because okay. you know what, Wanda would break off and do her own thing, but still bring the crew back together. Exactly. And like, yeah, Gene was quiet, he, but when it was time to talk, 
Yeah. Regine, I remember Gene cussed me out, but he was playing, but I didn't, because I ain't know him too well. I only worked with him like a handful of times when I was in high school. I'm like, what's up with ball? Like, yo, <laughs> what are you talking? And he was like, oh, no, you don't just play it. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. But I guess I know now. Like, that's just yeah. who you are. But once I left and came back, like, full time, like, I got to know him. Like, yeah. he was just like, Man, I'm just tired, man. Just do your job. I'm tired. Because <laughs> Gene would go and make the biggest hungry man meal, come back in the office, sit at his desk, demolish that John, and then fall asleep in his chair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one, time, one time I called him, and you remember downstairs, we had that glass. That the big glass, glass window? I slapped the shit out of glass. He's like... <laughs> Stop sleeping on a job. I can't. You can't do it. <laughs> right. But but that's what I would do. I got you. I would definitely go that route. Just just know your personnel. For sure. So. Ask a chef time? Ask a chef. You got one? I do not. I got you. I know you always have one. All right. You know. So, you know. We got to get this person a name, though. They ain't leave a name? They ain't leave a name. Based on the question, did it sound like it was coming from a woman or a man? It could go, it could be either way. All right, we're going to call this person Jerome. All right, so Jerome asks, how do you stay calm when you're in the weeds? That's an excellent question. Yeah. You want to so, go first? Yeah, I got you. All so right. me personally, laughter. Really? Yeah, because it's so high tense and high energy, and it's just like the stress level is so high. I found that like, and I learned this in restaurants. Okay. Break the tension. Break the tension. Like, Something simple like, yo, you made that same salad yesterday, yo. And it's like, what? And it's like, okay, cool. Like, you're listening and you're like, I'm trying to get you some, from, to stop being so stressed. Right. Think about something else. Like, or my man, I'm going to get my man real. He got to tell, tell this whole story. But it was like, I was weeded real bad. This is how I know I'm in the weeds. I start sweating. And I don't sweat in the kitchen. I was in the weeds. So if I was like, I'm in the weeds. I know everybody else in the weeds. In the middle of the rush, I go. I tell my salad person, I need chopped flour right fucking now. So everybody just stopped. You just <laughs> heard like a, like a, a, a spatula. Like a, hit the, yeah, spa, no, a spatula hit the ground. That's all you heard. And he was like, what? I said, give me the fucking chopped flour. <laughs> he ran. And I look over at Pantry, and it's a cloud of dust in the air. And everybody is cracking up. But then the food start going. Food start flying. And it's just like, all right, everybody relax now. It's cool. Right. We got our little bit of fun. Now it's time to get back to work. But everybody's working happy and getting it done because of, oh, there's no tension. I'm relaxed. I'm chilling. And it's crazy. I'm sitting here like, what the hell does he mean by chopped flour? Exactly. Get a bucket of steam. Like, what? And he ran and tried to get it? Yeah, because you don't. Well, you know, when chef is talking sometimes, like that, I don't get like a thrill from it, but it's kind of like, yo, like I'm really a chef. Right. You know me, I'm just reserved. I don't yell. I don't do none of that. So when I turn up, everybody starts like listening. So it's like, give me the fucking chopped flour. I got you. So it's like, oh shit, you, you really need it. That's hilarious, yo. But my man Rel could tell, my man Rel could tell the story way better because he watched the whole thing play out. So... Shout out to Rel. But yeah, just, you know, just I find laughter saves all, you know, and water. <laughs> Keep yourself hydrated. Stay cool. Definitely. Yeah. When I'm in the weeds, actually, for me, I just, it's going to sound generic, but I just do two things. I take a step back, close my eyes, take a deep breath, count back from five. Because mm -hmm. now I feel like I'm recentered. 
Okay. And you could do that. That's a life thing too. That's dope. yeah. I usually always work with one AirPod in my ear, mm-hmm. and it's always the left ear. So I got one ear, and I can listen with the other one. You would hate me as your chef. Take that shit out. <laughs> oh no. Take that out, bro. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be working there long. <laughs> so I, I always have my one AirPod mm-hmm. in my ear, and you're gonna crack up. I know you are. And I think all of, all the viewers is going to be like P. Wilder. What you be listening to? Reggaeton. You know what's crazy? I'm a one up you. So when I was working in restaurants, I used to love working Saturday. Come in at twelve, and you got four hours to prep. Okay. Mexican opera music. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. I feel you. Like, yeah. so it's just That's something. A- I don't know what they be saying. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> what's going on, but that beat. <laughs> and like the way they bring it all together, mm-hmm. I said to myself, I got to learn Spanish because I have to figure out what they're saying. So like with me in Spanish, it's kind of weird because if you spoke to me in Spanish, it's going to be like a gap because I'm translating in English and then I'm retranslating it back in Spanish. I got you. So like I'm hearing the music. I'm always going to be like a, a bar or two back. I got you. But yeah, for me, like... Just before service start, I used to tell my man Power play my theme music. Guantanamera. Guaira, Guantanamera. Yeah. I get ready. Guantanamera. Guaira, Guantanamera. And then it's like, time to go. Time to go. Yeah. Okay. We're not in the restaurant, bro. It's cool, bro. It's just good times. Good memories, man. Good yeah. memories. So, reggae tone. Yeah. Listen, listen, I'm telling you. I, 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 Gasolina? I, I, yeah, that's on the playlist. That's on the playlist. Gasolina, mm-hmm. uh, Rompe, Yo Voy. <laughs> some of these songs, I don't know. I don't listen to, I don't I got, really listen to the reggae tone, so but I know some of them. It's crazy because now like, I'm putting faces to names. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you got your Bad Bunny, got your o- Ozuna, got your, D- got your Casper, Nicky Jam, all them. Oh, yeah, I fucked with Nicky Jam. Yeah, yeah. and I'm like... Okay. Yeah. All right. So now I'm, I'm in the crates. Yeah. Going back. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the crates now. Yeah, so, you know, sure. it's cool. Yeah. But, you know, those two, two dope, you know, answers for that. Oh, shit. yeah. Like, I hope it helps out. It's like, I can speak for both of us when I say, do not panic when you are in the weeds. Do not panic. The tickets are going to come. You cannot stop it. It's coming. Just make that a part of your life for, the, for that moment in time. That's a part of your life. The tickets are coming. So don't panic. Also, to piggyback off of don't panic mm-hmm. when they're coming just realize that it's going to get done yeah it's going to get done might be early might be late it's going to get done these people are going to eat mm-hmm. so don't kill yourself thinking that i gotta get six orders out in the next three minutes right. because then haste makes waste so now you're making more work for yourself mm-hmm. because you're trying to do too much at once mm-hmm. and if you got a good team and you working with solid people as a cohesive unit oh yeah y'all aren't going to let each other fail for sure so you might be behind it but the other people that you're working with they write on it and if y'all work well together then one person can come over hey mm-hmm. look what you need all right come on let's do it let's knock yeah. this out yada, yada, yada. i'm gonna drop this Put this on. Hey, put that in the window. Mm-hmm. Hey, put that in the oven. Let me get two solids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I think you have to 
work with that one older vet that's been doing it. Right. That can kind of like walk you put you under their wing yeah. until you're ready to fly on your own. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. And even like communicating during. Yeah. Is yeah, a big that's, thing. Big, that's huge. Because even like, even if I'm prideful, don't help me. But I will say, yo, ticket 12, 13, slow down, go slow. So I'm communicating. I'm letting y'all know, like, I'm a little behind. Right. I'm not going to ask right. for help, but I am going to say, add an extra two minutes. Hold me down that way. Right. So, right. No, that, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So that's perfect. Communicate, stay calm, figure out different ways to break the tension. Mine was laughter. So, like, you know, it's little tips and tricks. Like, And you're not going to get it. Nobody's good the first shot out. And the first time on your line, nobody's good. No. Nobody is good. But... For the most part, people turn great. No, oh, yeah. If you yeah. want it bad enough, you'll be great. Just it's just a timing thing. So, what we got, man? Time for tales. Oh, uh, is it? Is it? I like, think so, man. Is it? Damn. Already? Yeah, bro. Listen. After tales, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, listen, we all right. Let's, let's we do can it. stretch our tales. That depend on what the tales is. We can stretch it out, bro. We like. Well, listen. I'm gonna let you go first because mine's is. Oh, you, oh yeah. Yeah. You, you coming out swinging? Troll, am I? <laughs> So, <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how I could do this. So I'm trying to remember what you said that made me think of the tales. Pride and all that stuff. That was like 20 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't know. All right. So I used to work for this chef. Now this chef was from Europe. Okay. He had a date a completely different way of looking at it. Is this the bull? If you hit a deer, call me. Yeah. Same okay. Way. They got a completely different way of how they teach culinary. I will give him credit though. In the beginning, when we first met, he ain't like me. I kind of knew why. Right. But I will thank him because the monster I became was in spite of him. I was like, I hate you so much. I'm going to be good just to spite you. And he did everything to break me. Okay. And he couldn't break me. So, you know, we get we earned each other's respect. This is the one day I lost the respect for him. We have this party. And it's pretty much like a pastor, d'oeuvre, stationary thing, like appetizers, nothing crazy. Okay. So one of the dishes was meatballs. Okay. Black people, which means no pork. Oh, man. He was, I know what he was trying to, me looking at it now compared to back then, he was trying to save money. Mixed, like ground meat when it's mixed with pork, pork and beef is cheaper than just beef. Yeah, yeah. Or Ground pork when they do the chicken beef pork mix it's like it's yeah really it's cheap. almost like you cutting it yeah it's like the the chicken with red meat yeah All so that. we go to EO meeting which is like we go over the bankers we got coming for the week so the sales lady she was like absolutely no pork for this party absolutely not but this is before we found out it was black it was a black party we getting everything together I go in the room to see where I'm putting everything and I see people walking in and I was like. Oh shit, it's black people. Like, real black. Okay. I said, I don't think we should serve this, like, not for this party. And he was like, What do you mean? <laughs> so I was like, We we shouldn't serve that. Like, I, we got ground beef. I'll make the meatballs real quick. Like, I could at least get the first round out and then we all could help to do the rest. But I don't think we should. And he's like, It's okay. Nobody know. Nobody know. At that moment, I was like, Man, fuck no. We're not doing that. Switch that whole thing up. So I ended up, I made the first round. We had a free, we had a big ass freezer. I'm like, it gotta be something in here. So I moved two boxes out of the way, two cases of beef, meatball beef. I was like, thank God. Put them shits out. He's like, why the meatballs come out late? Cause I was like, I forgot to put them in the oven. But I was like, I can't believe you did. I can't, I was like, I'm not doing that, yo. 
Right. Gotta have some type of standard, some type of code. Yeah, no, for sure. And I was And it I can't was, always be about dollars and cents. For in his how he was taught, every dollar count. And I was like, nah, bro, I gotta have some type of standard with myself. Yeah. Especially like me. I was just coming into my own. And then sure enough, <laughs> history ended. So that happened. Salesperson goes, she I don't even know how she found out. It's like we kept it. the kitchen was tight. Probably like the party's on a Friday, that Monday, she was like, Did he serve pork out there? I was like, No. And she was like, You sure? I was like, I changed it last minute. So she was like, Okay. Two weeks later we have a pop up and it's snowing. Snowed real bad. Okay. My food and beverage director at the time called me. He like, Where are you at? I'm like, On my way, I'm not supposed to be there till two. He's like, Is there any way you can get here? before to. I was like, yo, I live 45 minutes away. Like, I'll try, but it's snowing outside. I'm not trying to kill myself. So I get there. He's like, where's your boy? I'm like, he he didn't come in this morning? He's supposed to be there at eight. He's like, he's not here now. So I was like, oh shit. He came in at three o'clock drunk as shit. <laughs> and then the next week, he got clipped. Two hours before a 400 people party. They time and be impeccable. I'm like, y'all knew this this morning. Y'all could at least call me and be like, by the way, I think you should come in early today because you got to do this party by yourself. That's wild, yo. So, yeah, bro. What you got? So, this is back at the gig. Uh, the spot. This is the spot where the block was hot. The title of my tales this week is called... You guys are doing that because I laugh at the titles and I'm already getting called Mr. Giggles. Well, there. you know. But you said by me giving it a title, it gives it more substance. It does. So, no. Do your thing, man. So. Your title would be funny. The title is called The Ice Cream Conundrum. Okay. Now, you were still here when this story took place. I think I but remember. But I don't know if you remember exactly, but I'm painting the picture. Mm -hmm. So, remember how the food carts was set up in the kitchen. Was it, it was four like, and then the one off on the side? It was... Or was it three and then two? No, it was one, two, three, four, one off to the side, and then five. Five was off to the side. Six. That was it, it was six? No, it, it, was, it was eight of them. Because remember, each floor, you had four floors. Was it eight? Yeah, yeah, four floors, and you had a north side cart and a south side cart. So it was eight carts. Yeah. <laughs> So here the it fact, is. I got you, I got you. I remember that. But the fact we was doing two at like pulling two. It was yo. It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, yeah. It was shaped like an L. It said like a U. Was it a U? It was a okay, U. Okay, yeah, yeah. The so, fact that we was pulling two of them drones at a Yeah, you was pushing one and, and pulling, pulling the other one. <laughs> yeah. So and them drones was heavy. Oh my god, it was heavy. So the two carts off to the side. Remember that back door that mm -hmm. led out into that creepy-ass back hallway? Yeah. So did you know up that hallway was like an extra locker room like that nobody used anymore? I didn't know. What was, I thought that was a different part of It was so much stuff building. back there mm -hmm. that was out of use because it wasn't a full-fledged hospital anymore. Right. The morgue was back there and everything. I did know that was back there. And then did you know that there was a pharmacy back there, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so... Yeah. yeah. So, as soon as you went out those doors, you had those that big-ass set of double doors mm -hmm. right there. You know that was ours. What? That was the kitchen's supply room. That room was huge. I didn't know that. All types of china and cutlery and catering equipment. 
glasses, everything was in that room from when they used to have stuff back in the day. Right. But it was a big ass freezer, walk-in freezer, mm-hmm. big ass freezer in that storeroom, and that's where they kept all the ice cream at. Oh, they were smart to keep it away from us. So every I now and again, ice cream back then too, when orders came in, ice cream would come in, mm-hmm. and that's where the ice cream went. And it was this one day in particular. I'm putting the order away. Got all this fucking ice cream to put away. Go in the fucking freezer. There's no space for anything. But I got to fucking figure out where this shit is going to go. And I cannot put it in the freezer in the kitchen. You saw, you know how small that freezer was. You could could touch both. (laughs) Yeah, like where was it going to (laughs) go? So I'm struggling to figure out where it's going to go. I got this shit jam-packed. The door is not closing all the way because it's floss. I think she... She had to have made a mistake. She had to have ordered, instead of ordering one order, she doubled up for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah, she might actually hit yeah, yeah, so now I'm looking like, where's this shit going to go, yo? I mean, I got ice cream sitting out, ice cream starting to melt. <laughs> like, it's bad. It's a bad joint all the way around. I took two of them. Okay. Start giving them joints out. <laughs> 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 I just started giving them ice cream. What? Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. I'm just giving out. I'm the ice cream man. I'm Mr. Softy Ninja. I'm Ma- just giving out. Master P for real. I'm just giving out ice cream. Because I don't know. Like, what am I supposed to do with it? Eight floors. Where can I put this? She had already asked her. She didn't know. We didn't have. We only had those two freezers. She, she hit me. She gave me the figure it out face. <laughs> So that was me figuring it out. I don't think she wanted you to give them away, though. But it, to me, it had to have been extra because we never ordered that much ice cream and we didn't have anything coming up that would call for us to have this much ice cream. So like you said, she probably hit the button twice, mm. didn't realize it. Bruh, when I tell you, now you know how that kind of ice cream comes in. It's the rectangle box, yeah, got yeah. like 10 ice creams mm. in it. Bro, you know how many boxes of ice cream came in? How many? Like 60. Why? With, with ice cream already in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely an accident. So I could fit 40 in there, and that's packed. What am I doing with the other 20? Gave them bitches out. He probably was a man that day. What? They love me for that. Oh, my God. Thanks, man. It's so delicious. Yeah, but then they was in there crop dusting the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, like... Sound like a reggaeton record. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yo, yeah, yeah. Them hallways was twanging. Bro, I can only imagine. <laughs> only imagine, yo. Only imagine. Yeah. Have you ever messed up an order that way? Like tripled up with some? No. Hey, you, no. You on point? Because when I put orders in, I go over them Jones before I hit submit. Yeah, but sometimes you know you make a mistake. Now I would order extra stuff sometimes on purpose, like for me. As a man, you should, I funded a couple Thanksgivings. You feel me? Man, listen. <laughs> what? Bruh, listen. Uh, when I was at the hotel, because the pricing was so good, and then we would get the rebates, I used to be like, sometimes I order extra shit, and then other times I'd be like, yo, go ring in the ocean spray juices, right? Ruby red. Grapefruit juice, my favorite juice. Mm-hmm. In the store, the one one container is what, like $6? Yeah. <laughs> With the rebates and everything we was getting back, the case of eight was $18. Damn. I'm like, uh, ring that up for me. Let's go home with me. Like, let McNones. <laughs> That's what I do now, though, sometimes. Like, I don't put orders in or whatever, but 
I definitely reap the benefits of oh, for sure. when stuff comes in. Mm-hmm. And I've been there now long enough to know. That's oh, yeah. 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 That's about to grow legs. <laughs> like, yo, don't even put that away. Just sit that to the side. Right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just put it on the wall again. But uh, that's it. That's it, man. This was, a, this was, I ain't gonna lie. This was a solid jaw. This is, I'm proud of our first episode with actual footage. And guys, so. For the listeners, we will be getting a Patreon. And part of the gift from us to you guys with the Patreon is if you're a part of Patreon, you will get the video version. If you do not have a Patreon, you'll just have to look for the clips. Mm. So there you have it. Yeah. And uh, to double back real quick before we go, mm-hmm. the part of the Q&A that I was saying that I alluded to our viewers and listeners. Sure. What I mean is now that you'll be able to see us, Along with any, because like I said before on a previous episode, mm-hmm. if y'all have some tales that y'all want us to share, for sure, DM us, email us, mm-hmm. whatever the case, and we'll, if we can, we'll read your tale. But also, just like the Ask a Chef, if you have any non Ask a Chef related questions that you want us to read during our Q&A segment. If we can, we will. And it's going to make it a little... um, Interactive. It's going to make it more interesting now that, again, you'll actually be able to see us Mm -hmm. read your question on the show. Yeah. Because it's one thing to listen to it, but it's something totally different to see it. Yeah. I mean, by, you know, by now, like, you got the TikTok, the Food Joint Podcast on TikTok. Mm Mm-hmm. We all over the place. Yeah, bro. We there, man. We We are all over the place. And, uh, you know, things are looking up. Yeah, I told I told you, three to six. Yeah. And we out of here. So, until next week, I hope you guys enjoyed. We'll get with y'all. Peace. Audi. The best revenge is to become the person that nobody thought you would be able to become. Mm -hmm. And that can hit hard for everyone because everybody is at a uh, a different everybody's on their own journey right but everybody is someplace in the mix yeah and you know you can be closer to attaining your goal you can just be starting you could have fallen off and you mm-hmm. got to start over whatever your situation is there's people that will always try to find a way to remind you that no matter how hard you try mm-hmm. You'll you'll never elevate or right. you'll this is who you are. But that doesn't have to be true. 